Sports Radio welcomes you to the Lions Den with your hosts, Michael Heiger and Louis Bellotta. Oh, yes, you are listening to the Lions Den here on Impact Sports. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Michael Heiger. Joined with me is my co-host, Louis Bellotta. How's it going, Michael? How are you doing today? This I'm, fine day. It is a fine day indeed. I'm doing a lot better than I was yesterday. If you remember if you remember from our show from yesterday, we were not in the best mood following that awful, awful loss to the Buffalo Bills. But we got some good news last night following our podcast, and we decided to come on the air to join with you guys and celebrate some good Detroit Lions. We were news. so darn excited. We are so darn excited. And it is that the Lions have a kicker. And not just any kicker. Not just any kicker. The best kicker from last season. The best, Matthew Prater. Woo! Formerly of the Denver Broncos, last season making 25 of 26 field goals, good for a 96.2%, a long of 64 yards. That is an NFL record. And guess what? He is putting on a Lions uniform. Following the release of Alex Henry, of course, and before that, Nate Freeze. It looks like the Lions may finally have a solidified kicker in their team. And thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. And Lewis, I want to get your first thoughts following the Lions signing of Prater. First thoughts? One, I was so excited. Ran to my computer. Changed my fantasy football name to living on a Prater. Oh, that's a good one. Right? Is that, that not is a great? Good one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But my thoughts, awesome. I can't remember a time where the Lions acquired a player during the season that all the fans wanted them to acquire. No, you really can't think of a you really can't think of a time like that, and especially not a kicker. Uh, not anybody. A kicker? Yeah, not, yeah. Uh, what last season? Everybody wanted Hakeem Nix or Kenny Britt, someone to compliment Calvin. That never happened. The year before, they got Mike Thomas when somebody just wanted any playmaker. Uh, you know, this is just a great signing. This is somebody who can totally help this team. And if he doesn't, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't even know. So you may be wondering, why is somebody as good as Matt Prater out there on the free agent market? And that is because the Denver Broncos did release him following a four-game suspension. And there is some risk to go along with Prater. He violated the NFL substance abuse policy Uh because he was prohibited from drinking and he tested positive for alcohol after he was uh after he did commit a DUI in 2011. So he wasn't allowed to drink. He got caught drinking, got suspended four games from the Broncos. The Broncos decided to stay with their rookie kicker uh Brandon McManus or Brian McManus and so they decided to release Matt Prater and perfect timing. Alex Henry decided to blow up and Matt Prater is now in the Lions jersey so there you have it and i want to know from you lewis he did make a 64 yard field goal last season but that was in the thin altitude of denver do you think he's really capable of continuing to with that range in a dome in detroit yes i do no wind with no wind why not you see him do it in practice all the time you've seen him pregame warm-ups jason hansen was doing that all the time he couldn't do it during a game it's a little bit different 
But still, I, th- I don't think there isn't any reason for him not to be able to make it in the Dome. Here's my thinking. I don't see where I don't think we're ever going to see him kick a sixty-yard field goal. Oh in yeah, a line there's an almost no need for it. No need, unless they are on the road in Denver. I don't see it happening. So that's if they sign him next season and they play Denver next season. Exactly, because they're not playing Denver this year. However, what excites me is his accuracy, but it also worries me. Now his accuracy last year, twenty-five for twenty-six, pretty darn good. That is a four-point by our standards. Yes, it is. However, you look at some of his previous seasons. 2012, 26 for 32. Not too bad. That's not bad. That's not awful. That's almost, that's almost David Akers-esque. 81%. However, you go to the year before. 19 for 25. Now you're starting to get a little iffy. 16 for 18 in 2010, although he did only play 10 games. 12. 12 games, excuse me. And then uh, 30 for 35 in 2009. And then you go back to 2008, and his first full year as a kicker, 25 for 34. So he has had some accuracy issues in the past, although it does seem like he's started to get it together. But it seems like there is kind of a curse on Lions kickers the past couple of seasons where I don't know if it's Sam Martin who's holding the ball or if for some reason... There's just a Jason Hansen curse. There's a Jason Hansen curse. So I want to know from you, Lewis, do you really think this accuracy is going to continue? Yes. Yes, I man, it's gonna it's trying to creep out of me to say no, just because of these kickers that we've seen who are pretty darn accurate and then come here and are just flat out awful. Nate Freeze didn't miss a whole field goal in college, comes here, can't make a single one. I mean, it's a little daunting to think that that could happen to Matt Prater, who has missed seven field goals the last two years. But I think his accuracy will stay because he doesn't have the elements against him. The Lions have had a historically bad kicking season this year, only making four out of 12 of their kicks through the first five games, What only the third team in the last 10 years to accomplish that feat. And it is not an accomplishment that I ever wanted the Lions to ever... No team ever no. wants that to happen. It's so hard to watch because when there's a field goal from inside 40 yards, you just automatically think, we just got three points. And to sit there as a Lions fan and just be like, I honestly don't know if we're going to come away with these three points, even well before the... Ugh, it's just so hard to watch, you know? And I'm just glad that we have somebody who, at least inside 40, we know is automatic. Absolutely. And you look at some of the games the past couple of seasons, last week, not an exception against Buffalo, where games were decided on the field goal kicker's foot. And it's so important to have somebody who's accurate and you, you can trust to come out there and... If you can get to your opponent's forty yard line, you know you have a you know you have three points. Even if he even if it is a fifty seven yard field goal from there. Speaking of that, did you know that Matt Prater has the highest percentage of fifty yard field goals made since nineteen seventy? I actually did not know that. With seventy seven point eight percent completion, twenty one of twenty seven. He did lead the league in fifty plus yard field goals last year with seven, which is a good sign. Yes. I, we're not saying that he's going to go out there and kick 60, 64-yard field goals every time he goes And I up. did say when they signed Alex Henry, don't throw a parade. Don't get too optimistic. This is one of those situations you can be a little bit more optimistic because you know this guy has the potential. And he wasn't... See, here's the thing. They signed Alex Henry, but there's a reason why they cut him. They didn't want him anymore. They saw that he was no good, and their rookie kicker was way better. 
different situation for Bron- the Broncos, I think, just because he had the suspension and the issues, and he was a cap casualty. Yep, and I think that, I think the reasons he were cut are completely different to the other reasons these other kickers that have been tried out were cut by their t- their teams. You know what? I think with the Lions, they knew that if they cut Henry, there were better options out there, and they were. And I think that they were looking directly at Prater. They did work out a couple of other guys as well. Jay Feely, who all three of us on the show yesterday believe the Lions are going to sign because that's a Lions move. They wouldn't sign the best. Totally guy Lions out. move. And then there was also Connor Barf. I'm very glad they didn't sign. His mean, real you Barth. mean Barth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, I'm very glad. Hey, apparently, he had a great workout, just what I'm hearing. I don't know. Barth or Feely? Barth. Really? Yeah. Well, the reason that they did decide to go to with Prater, they were going to wait till tomorrow. He did make a 58-yard field goal in his workout yesterday. He did. So, I'm guessing that is with Sam Martin holding the ball. It was. Chris Chris was a little... Um, a little suspicious that it might that some of these kicking problems might have been the holder's problem with Sam Martin. And we have witnessed the last couple of seasons with David Akers, with Nate Freeze, with um, Alex Henry. It doesn't seem like he is always going laces out. Do you think it's also time for a change in holder? We won't know until this. We will not. We now know that we have a proven kicker kicking the football, and if he can't get it done, I think. We need to look somewhere else other than Matt Prater, and I think we need to look at the guy who's found the ball, just like you said, Sam Martin. Absolutely. And there are other guys out there on the team who I believe could hold the ball. Normally a quarterback holds the ball, doesn't it? The backup quarterback. Normally the backup quarterback, not the punter. So I could I could definitely see Dan Rolovsky going out there holding the ball. Kellen Moore, even, oh, possibly. Yeah. They might have to hold a holder tryout. I don't really know how they would even do that, but... Um, I was a little surprised that they did go with Prater, but I think when they released Henry, they had the idea in mind. Prater's our guy. We're going to bring a couple guys in here just in case. Because you got to give the competition. You can't just make it seem like, oh, they want me. I'm just going to kick a few field goals. Hey, I miss, I miss, you know. Absolutely. you got to give them that Jay Feely competition. Absolutely. And you know what? There's some rust on the tires as well. When you're used to kicking 16 games a season and you miss the first four games of the season, there are some rust on those tires. He, It's going to need to get a little bit back into the ha- into his habit of kicking. And that worries me a little bit, is that he hasn't kicked since last year. And do you think there is going to be a little bit of rust? Yeah. I'd say in these first two games, he's going to miss one field goal, but I won't be mad. In each game? or Oh, one, just one total. To- just one total. total. In total. Well, that would be miles better than what we saw out of Alex Henry <laughs> yes, or Nate Brees the first four weeks. F- five weeks, excuse me. So I want to know from you, Lewis, your week six Matt Prater prediction. Ooh. Longest field goal, and how many does he make? 151 yarder. One field goal. One, oh, you said for just next week, this yes. coming weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. 151 yarder. Okay. I say one. Only one. I think the Lions, this offense seems at the very beginning of these games, they kind of stall. They sputter a little bit. They can't get it going. They seem to get down to that 51-yard field goal range each week, and they can't convert. And I think they're going to try and just send Prater out. They converted with Alex Henry against the Jets. Yes, I will give them that. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to sputter again, stall in that 50-51 that range, and let him go. And I think he'll make it. I think I'm going to go with two field goals. I'm going to say he kicks a short one at first, kind of get us all 
a little cautiously optimistic for 35 yards. And then he'll go out and kick the 53-yard field goal that we're all expecting. So, and that we're all hoping for. But I'm he was signed to only a one-year deal, Lewis. And he's in his eighth season in the NFL. Kickers last a long time. I'm not worried about his age. But I want to know from you, is Prater a guy that you want to see in a Lions uniform long-term? Or would you rather go and go out and maybe draft a kicker and try this experiment all over again next season? That's a conversation for January. Yes, Strictly true. a January conversation because we don't know what he's going to do. We're all optimistic that he's going to be awesome, but we don't know. And one of the reasons, like I said earlier, of why he was cut by the Broncos is he was a cap casualty. They gave him a lot of money for a kicker. Absolutely. And, you know, the Lions, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of money right now. They only had a million dollars left in cap space. So that's why they only signed Prater to a one-year deal right now. Well, one of many reasons. I can't imagine they would give him a long-term deal without any type of, you know, oh, hey, see what you can do. But, yeah, I uh, I can't answer that. I don't think many people can. But predicting the future here, if he succeeds and does very well, I don't think there's a reason not to sign him because they just went through this situation with Nate Freeze. They don't know what they're going to get out of the draft, you know? And, obviously, they scouted this kicker who didn't miss a field goal in college and then comes here and can't do anything. I don't think they want to ride that roller coaster. I think they'd rather pay Prater than draft a kicker. The reason I ask is because I've been looking at some of these rookie kickers that have come in. I mentioned McManus over on the Broncos, Parkey on the Eagles, uh, Costanzo over in Arizona. A lot of these kickers actually, these rookie kickers have been working, and it seems like Nate Freeze was the only exception. So I don't know if that falls in the scouting department, on the people actually evaluating these kickers, but there is one name out there who might actually declare early for the draft, a kicker actually declaring early for the draft, because he's that good. He's a redshirt sophomore. He won the Lou Groza Award um, for best kicker in the nation. Looks like he's on his way to win it again. They're comparing him to Sebastian Janikowski because he's also from Florida State. Roberto Aguayo from Florida State has been an absolute beast for the Seminoles. Hasn't missed a kick this year. Only missed one kick last year. Has ranged well above 50 yards. And this is a guy I don't think that you can miss on the draft. But you might have to be one of those first... I don't think he's going to go Janikowski range first round like what the Raiders did. But you look at what you look at how Janikowski worked out for the Raiders. He's still kicking there after so many years. So I think that's a risk that I might be willing to take. You know, I just... I'd say no. You can't do that. This, the Lions team... The one thing that I've noticed with their front office is it's kind of a, a devil angel on the shoulder kind of thing. But these last few drafts that they had a few years ago where they drafted all these guys that had that potential problem and none of them worked out. Remember we had that offseason where like 10 guys got arrested? Mm-hmm. You know, with Mikel LaShore, Nick Fairley, this whole Titus Young problem, and the list goes on and on. I don't think they're going to draft Robert... I say it, Agu- Roberto, Roberto Aguayo. They're not going to draft him specifically because just what happened with Nate Freeze. They just saw that they drafted a guy who they thought was fit for the NFL and clearly wasn't. And the Lions have not drafted players since who had ACL problems in college, drug problems in college, crime problems in college. They haven't drafted those guys anymore because they don't want to see that again. And I think the same thing applies to drafting a kicker next year. They're not going to do it. But don't you think, I am playing devil's advocate a little bit here, but don't you think Matt Prater might be a little bit of a bigger risk, seeing as he's one po- one more positive test away from being suspended possibly the entire NFL season? 
and then you're out of luck. You're you've lost Matt Prater. This and- is true, but he is voluntarily in rehab. I think voluntarily in rehab is a lot better than hey, you're going to rehab whether you like it or not. The guy realizes he has a problem. A lot of NFL stars that have problems won't admit to it, won't man up to it, and won't go to rehab. And if they do, they go for a week. Absolutely. He has been in a voluntary 12-step program since he has been suspended. But like like I said, you just never know. And there is a lot of – it's a very high-risk, high-reward choice that the Lions made. And the reason I say high-risk is because he is being tested twice a week on mandatory drug testing, mandatory alcohol testing. So you really you really do have a little bit of worry. If he does decide, I'm going to go have a sip of alcohol, there goes your kicker. This is true, but he seems like a stand-up enough guy. He's realized his mistakes. I mean, Jim Caldwell sat down with him for an hour yesterday, and they talked. I can imagine half of it was about his situation with alcohol. And I think while he's on the Lions this year, he's not going to have a slip-up because – Caldwell isn't the kind of guy that would let that happen. I certainly hope so. It seems like Caldwell's been able to take, been able to bring up uh, character players, really high character players, and I really hope Matt Prater's the same. But more importantly, I hope he kicks some field goals because we've been missing that the last few. Weeks. And the last thing that goes along with a the theme of the Lions picking up players this year, he's been to a Super Bowl. Yes, he has. He was there last year. He might have been blown out. But, hey, it's all about getting there. Exactly. And he's gotten there. He kicked his team there. And he was part of the piece. I know Peyton Manning was the main piece, but he was just one of those puzzle pieces that fit in there. Best kicker in the league last year. And hopefully we can hope for more of the same in the rest of the season. But, Lewis, I want to thank you for coming on for this very abbreviated abbreviated episode of the Lions Den. I... It's been a pleasure. Thank you for ev- thank you everybody for listening. Thanks to Martin Mayhew for signing Matt Prater. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Martin Mayhew. Many thanks. Many thanks. And as always, go, go Lions. Lions!